0: Nvidia Shield Tablet Features Rundown, a mobile gamer's dreams come true, best tablets for back to school 2014, heavyweight camera battles, Samsung Galaxy S5 versus LG G3, new MacBook Pro to rent and display, to the moon and back a week with Destiny Beta. and EA Access comes to Xbox One for just $5, that's all coming up on today's episode of Tech Teenager, stay right there. Hello guys, how are you doing? I am Louis and today we've got our first ever show for you guys. How you doing? I just got a new mic so I thought it was the greatest time to start the podcast. So, as you can probably tell from the beginning of our title, we've got loads of stories to come up with today. We've got the best stories from gaming and technology. So let's start with our first story, and that's all about a new tablet from NVIDIA. Uh, the NVIDIA Shield tablet features Rundown. So we're gonna run down through the features, uh, and it claims to be a mobile gamer's dream come true. So the in- and uh, Nvidia is known basically in the industry for processors, graphic cards and other supercomputing technology. What Nvidia isn't well known for is making great mobile devices. We saw the company take a stab at making its own mobile device, handheld controller phone tablet hybrid, that was the Nvidia Shield. I I think we saw that I think last year at IFA. In Berlin, I'm not too sure, uh, but I'm sure you can Google it and check it out. Um, But I think that's when the NVIDIA Shield came out. And uh, this is not to be confused with the NVIDIA Shield. This is the NVIDIA Shield tablet. This is uh, basically a tablet, not a. And the NVIDIA Shield was uh, uh, basically a hybrid between the controller, phone, and the tablet. So they're quite different things. We also sought then to make an effort with the Tegra Note. Uh, Neither of these was a household hit through uh, because I got showered uh, but great potential for something much greater and bam now we have the Nvidia Shield mobile monster equipped with a Tegra K1 processor that will probably change the way you view gaming on the go. So we're going to talk a little bit uh, about mobile gaming about the evolution of mobile gaming Uh, and this is kind of our big story for today Uh, so let's get into this first of all. And the first thing I kind of wanted to say was um, that, uh, obviously, uh, the first thing that I did say was that NVIDIA is well-known in the industry for processors, graphic cards, and the supercomputing technology. But we've recently seen many companies that aren't really known for mobile uh, products start to come out with mobile products. And this kind of, again, brings up the topic of is um, PCs, uh, personal computers, desktop computers, and laptops becoming extinct uh... due to tablets and smartphones uh... and i think we can pretty much see the future from this product because um... they've kind of tried to bring that gaming experience on a pc uh... to the tablet not to lose their gaming market in this war between uh... these uh... devices Um so uh... we're gonna just have a quick uh... few things Uh, we've got another line here. The Nvidia Shield tablet is designed to showcase the very best of mobile gaming. How what mobile gaming has to offer way beyond simple touch-based games like Angry Birds and Kim Kardashian Hollywood. Uh, by that we mean that PC and console marketers, now they're available to play anywhere. So, we're essentially looking at PC games being able to be played on a tablet. I'm not sure how this works, because, um... Because obviously we we haven't got the tablet, and I haven't tried the tablet personally uh, as it's just been announced. But I'm not so sure if it's going to really work because I know um, that obviously uh, it's a it's a tablet made for gaming, but it still won't have all the functionalities. I, I personally I don't think it will work as well as it would on a console or a PC. Um, however. Uh, You can go and pick up the Shield wireless controller for $60 at the moment um, if you would like to, uh, if you have the tablet. Um, I'm not sure if it's required, but if they're going to charge you $60 for something that's required on top of the price for the tablet, uh, then that's a little uh, cumbersome there. Uh, We go on to uh, some specs of the tablet. We know the Shields tablet uh, has an 8-inch screen, which might be a tad too small, which is exactly what I was thinking, for such a visual feast. Uh, If you're going to have a game running, a PC fully-fledged game, uh, that you'd be used to be running on a, I don't know, 25, um, 27, 30-inch monitor, you're now having it run on an 8-inch tablet. So we're quite interested to see how that works, um, uh, as well. We also are looking at some images now of the device, and we can see that it has camera on the back, as well as a stylus-like looking uh, device. Um, so that's just a little bit of a tear down into some of the things uh, on the Nvidia Shield. Um, now, I'm not too sure about that tablet. Uh, what do you think? What Do you like it? Do you not like it? Uh, if you would like to get in touch with us, we would love to have a discussion with you. If you'd like have any requests for further shows, you can email me at louisemmettblog at gmail.com. So going on to our next uh, topic of the day, best tablets for going back to school 2014. It's August now, but soon before you know it, we'll be back in school and uh, many of you if you're in college sixth form or university in such may need a good tablet to carry around with you that's lightweight but can also hold all of your files, all of your notes and still be powerful enough for uni work. So we're gonna go and have a look at um, some tablets and the first one we've got here is the iPad Air. Uh, Now the iPad Air is Apple's biggest size tablet they also have another tablet called the iPad Mini. And we say here that the iPad Air's touchscreen tablet should definitely be first on your list for several reasons we have here. First, you can find it in a lot of outlets, and that's very important, especially um, I find that that's uh, that's quite important uh, because um, if you're maybe, uh, you know, it's quite hard if your tablet breaks and um, the tablet that you have isn't found in a lot of outlets, uh, there's not going to be very many people that know how to fix it. Um, So, I would definitely uh, go for the iPad Air for one of those reasons. Uh, Third, you're going to need to update to iOS 8 this fall, even if Apple doesn't decide to launch new iPads in the coming months, which means you'll have the latest software experience. Now, this is something Apple always has over Android. Android devices take absolutely forever to get updates. And it's a complete mess and horrendous. Apple updates are really quick, really snappy, really fast. So uh, there's some reasons why you should definitely keep the iPad Air on your top list. Next, uh, we've got the Samsung Galaxy Tab S10.5-inch. This is a new tablet released by Samsung, not too long ago, actually. Uh, and the Samsung Galaxy Tab S is really about its screen. And There's an 8-inch version and there's also a 10.5-inch version. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the 10.5-inch version. Uh, it's got a really super sharp 2560x1600 uh, pixel resolution. If you do the math, that's a lot of pixels. So 2560 by 1600 pixel resolution, PPI, as pixels per inch. Um... And also it's uh, an AMOLED display, so if especially if you're an art or creative student, uh, or any student really, uh, but really an art or creative student who needs to look back on accuracy of colours, um, definitely go for that one because the AMOLED displays are known for their colour accuracy. Um, you'll also find 3 gigabytes of RAM, a Snapdragon 800 processor, 16 or 32GB of expandable storage and more. So uh, this is another feature that Samsung have over Apple, uh, is that you can buy your 16 or 32 gigabyte model uh, from your Samsung Experience Store at Best Buy uh, if you're in the States, um, but uh, you can also expand that by adding an SD card, and it's currently coming in at $499, so uh that's the same price, I believe, as the iPad Air. Um, so, uh, yeah. So that's, uh, uh, that's that. Um, so we've also got the Surface Pro 3. Now, um, this one, I have a little bit uh, of a few things to discuss. First of all, it's thicker than the other tablets. Um, and also, it, it's, there's been so many debates that it's it's kind of a... Is it a is it a tablet or is it a laptop? Um, so we always kind of thought the Surface to be a tablet and Surface Pro to be a laptop. But the Surface Pro three makes a fantastic, full fully sized uh, touchscreen tablet that ships a powerful Core i three five or i seven processors on a tablet. Making a real full-fledged PC. So this is for guys who are doing like engineering or video film. Uh, that really need all of that power. Uh, are going to use that power to edit films, or you know, to view um, to view sixty-four uh, bit animations. If you're doing engineering, if you need to view your um, your product. Uh, or your design, you're definitely going to need all the power you can get. So I definitely advise for you guys out there, the Surface Pro 3. So there are some tablets um, for, those are the three main tablets I I'd, uh, I'd, I'd definitely keep an eye out for when you're going back to school. Also, uh, not that we have time to speak to them today, speak about them today, but I'd like to also uh, give a mention to the Samsung Note. Uh, Samsung Galaxy Note Pro, twelve point one two inch. If you're looking for a nice big screen, and uh, Lenovo Yoga Tablet 10 HD Plus, because it is just incredible. Uh, yeah, it's not like anything we've seen. So now we're going into the part of the show which is called heavyweight battles. So this week we've got heavyweight camera battles: the Samsung Galaxy S5 versus the LG G3, uh, and um, basically. Uh, We're going to compare the cameras to the Samsung Galaxy S5, Samsung's flagship phone, and the LG G3, their phone. Uh, You probably know the rundown by now, but here's a quick refresher. The G3 supports a 13 megapixel sensor with optical image stabilisation, aka OIS, and laser autofocus, that's capable of shooting 4K Ultra HD. The Samsung Galaxy S5, meanwhile, comes equipped with a 16 megapixel sensor, digital stabilization software, and an array of shooting modes and options. It also shoots 4K if that's your thing. You can actually check the 4K quality of the booth in the Samsung Galaxy S5 in the link down below if you'd like to check out some 4K footage from the Samsung Galaxy S5. let's dive deeper now uh now obviously lots of the cameras are different um in different lighting, so we're going to have a look uh, about the lighting now and first thing the g three doesn't offer quite as much out of the box camera features as the amount of options it quite as is quite as robust instead the l g looks more m- m- most more, more uh takes a more uh, basic approach um uh, and uh, you won't get lost in menus and actually don't turn off a feature which you wished hadn't been there. Better, the G3 offers some hardware tricks that improve your experience rather than the software features Samsung's boasting. Samsung's really boasting their software features, the uh, all of the modes that they offer, and LG you know it's kind of that minimalistic look um, that they're going for with their new design. Now let's dive more deeper uh, into, um, opinions, so, uh, we're talking about cameras here, um, essentially, not about the entire phone, so obviously, mobile phone cameras have kind of become the norm for, uh, you know, um, cameras, people don't really take their phones out, but I think it all depends on what you're looking for, with the S5 you're going to get more megapixels, that doesn't necessarily mean a better picture, bigger megapixels do, but, uh, these cameras boast, both boast, quite, sorry, pardon me, quite a bit, um, quite a big, quite a big, uh, camera and, and megapixel count. Uh, the LG G3 obviously having, I think, 13 megapixels, uh, if I just check, yep, and, um, the, the Galaxy S5 has, um, 16. Uh, for video, uh, I think that's probably the easiest place to start. I definitely say that the S5, um, has uh... sorry, the S5 is a lot worse uh, at 4K videoing because of the LG G3 has a... can shoot 4K Ultra HD which just looks generally a lot better. So if you're gonna go for video, that's what I'd say. But generally, it's up to you. Um, Tell me what you think. You can email me again, doemitvlog at gmail.com. Now we're going over to the new MacBook Pros with retina display very quickly, and we're gonna talk about them for a little bit because Apple's refresh. On Tuesday, Apple announced a refresh to its MacBook Pro retina display family. Each laptop some increased spec bumps with faster processors and twice the amount of RAM offered as the same price points as before. So let me just run you down the new one. We've got a 13-inch MacBook Pro with retina display 2014 and a 15-inch MacBook Pro with retina display 2014 here. So the difference in the screen sizes are uh, quite obvious. Uh, so the difference between both of them generally is we've got a lower pixel per inch on the 15.4 inch one. Uh, we've got a 2 to, uh, 221 ppi On the 15 and a 227 PPI on the 13.3. But they. uh, But however, the pixel display is generally bigger on the uh, 15 inch. On the 13 inch, we have a uh, 2560 by 1600, and on the 15 inch, we've got a 2880 by 1800. Um, That's the major difference in the screen size. But uh, again, they both look amazing. Um, but I, but generally, uh, if you're looking for, uh, more pixels, uh, you're going to have the more pixels, um, in the 15 inch one, however, you're going to have more pixels per inch, uh, on the 13 inch one, again, it's quite mathematical now, I'll move away. From that, they both run OS X Mavericks at launch, uh, but you will be able to update to OS X Yosemite if you have the beta or when it comes out in the fall. Uh, now, the thirteen, uh, the thirteen-inch starts with eight gigabytes of RAM, uh, DDR three L RAM, uh, and configurable to sixteen gigabytes. But generally, if you pick it up from store, you're going to get eight gigabytes, and uh, the the. 15-inch model, sorry, (laughs) starts off with 16 gigabytes and you can't configure that any higher if you go to the online store but however if you just go into the app store you're gonna get 8 gigabytes of RAM for the 13-inch and 16 gigabytes of RAM for the 17-inch. So there's just a quick rundown on the new MacBook Pros where the RAM is boosted up and the displays are still lovely Uh, and now let's get on to some gaming. Um, to the moon and back, a week with the Destiny beta. So, I'm having a look here at the beta of Destiny. Uh, and um, with the end of Destiny beta on Sunday night, another public beta for a huge, honestly anticipated game that has come to a close. Public betas for a large games are becoming more and more common as titles not only serve bigger and bigger audiences, but as developers experiment with new platforms and do new ways um of adding modded uh, gameplay um so um basically uh just a quick rundown on the news here uh we've had uh the sun on sunday we just ended the beta for destiny um to the moon and back and um uh, i'm not sure when the game is coming out fully but stay tuned for more information on that topic and finally a little news bulletin just before we go. Uh, we have to tell you that um, that uh, you probably already know if you're a huge gamer but EA Access comes to Xbox One. Uh, basically you pay £5 dollars a month uh, to play selected EA games. Uh, Basically, Microsoft and EA have just announced something a little bit crazy. It's called EA Access, and it is a subscription-based plan that will give members access to specific EA games on the Xbox One. Whether you want to play Plaggly 2 or FIFA 14, you'll pay $499 a month. You'll have instant digital access to the games on your Xbox One, deals, and better annual subscriptions It'll only cost you 29.99 a year. So if you've got an Xbox One, lucky you! I hope you do enjoy your Xbox Finanza with EA um, pay subscriptions. If you've got it, tell me what it's like. Again, email me louisemittblogs at gmail so thank you very much guys for watching the first ever edition of tech teenager if you like the show you can of course subscribe to the podcast and you can subscribe to my youtube channel www.youtube.com forward slash louis emmett uh the podcast comes out every single wednesday and new videos come out every sunday so i'll see you next time on tech teenager remember tomorrow's technology by today's generation thank you very much i'll see you next time Bye bye